Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why? Why are you yelling at me? Whatever. Make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Shaper. My boy's wicked smart. This is Happer and Shaper. Welcome back. Hour number three of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Connor Happer and Mike Schaefer with you. 10.30, we'll be joined by Dave Biddle of Bucknuts, the Ohio State 24-7 site. We'll get familiar with the Buckeyes, who are hitting their stride as of right now. And are ranked number five in the initial college football playoff rankings. Um, so they have some work to do, obviously, but some games, some obviously really important games in front of them. So we'll get uh, updated on Ohio State here in just a little bit. Ted Carter had some quotes yesterday, uh, according to Tom Chattel, the Omaha World Herald. He was at like a UNO hockey practice? Could be. I, I saw a picture of Ted Carter on skates. <laughs> I mean, I did. I click on that link. It <laughs> wasn't a part of the TMZ segment, but uh, Carter says on the condition of Nebraska football and Scott Frost in particular, uh, quote, I don't want to get too far ahead of our skis right now. I don't think it'll be too, too far down the road that you're going to know which direction the program is going to go. But I can tell you this. No decision has been made. Carter added, I've followed Scott for a long time, knew him when he was at UCF. I pull for him. I know Nebraskans love the guy. We want to see. We just want to see Scott do well. That's the bottom line. Um, we'll just finish all these out. They, Nebraska, play tough to the team they're playing. They just need to cut down on the mistakes and get into the win column. Um... I've played over the years. Oh, that was just that was the hockey thing. Okay, so that was the stuff on Scott Frost. There, no decision has been made. I, you know, people were talking about this a lot yesterday. I didn't seem to really feel one way or the other that they were like leaning some sort of way. That there have been really in depth conversations about what's going. to... I mean, I think it's okay that a lot of this is still kind of on the table. Over the next three weeks. Well, I, I mean, it should be because the season isn't over. I, I think what a lot of people are getting to is kind of the the idea that a decision needs to be made or that I mean, we're going to that there's an end point of which we're going to learn something. The tenor has definitely completely changed from a yeah. week ago. I mean, this is all out there now. You mm-hmm. can't stuff it back in the bag like the the questions about job security are yeah, being brought to the head coach, being brought to the people who are in charge, you know, Trev Alberts, I don't know where he's at. Ted Carter um, is at a public event. He's obviously going to get asked. Like, the, this is – we've reached the point of no return as far as that is concerned. It is out there yeah. in the public now. Well, and so that's then, why it's different. 
And I think some of it, for some people, at least with the callers on early break this morning, there were people that were basically like, you hire an AD to handle this. Like, why is Ted Carter, you know, why is he part of that decision if it's Trev Alberts who's your athletic director? Which, you get this a lot. A like, this is a, this is a big thing that popped up with, with Bo Pelini and, and Harvey Perlman. It's a big thing that popped up uh, with the brass and with Mike Riley. Like, people are involved more than the athletic director. I don't love it. Like, I... Quite frankly, and this is just me, I don't know that I think Nebraska's system's president needs to be commentating on sports or offering opinions on sports. He's got a much larger job. It's to run the damn universities. This is how I feel about it. I felt that way. I felt Hank Bounds did it way too much. But the counter argument to that is they view sports as a uh, potential vehicle to bring in the students, and so they want their involvement in it. Yeah, I guess I really, I, I mean, it's definitely come up as an issue for Nebraska in the past. As the far reason as- that it's been an issue is that I feel like sometimes you have one side feels this, another side feels like that, and then you have a, a power dynamic going on. Yeah. And I don't think that I, I don't think that's what we're dealing with. Here. I don't know. Uh, it's so when when Ted Carter makes that remark, you have to think that he's also speaking on behalf of Trev Alberts, which is an interesting thing to think of. I would I would say that how that power dynamic would work is ultimately if you were going to make a move on the head coach, if you were going to remove a head coach at a place, you know, this is with all the context that we have here at Nebraska. If you're going to make a move on the head coach, that would ultimately be spearheaded by the athletic director. But before anything was done, would have to be driven up the ladder a little Mm -hmm. bit, right? Say, okay, yeah. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's where we're at. Um, and I think it's probably the the guys above responsibility, Ronnie Green, Ted Carter, their responsibility to say, you know what, Trev, we trust you. This is why we put you yeah, in this position. It, and I have no indication to say otherwise. we're not in that spot right, right now. I just That's where a lot of the reaction comes from so far this morning and I think yesterday is like, Okay, so why is why is the the president commenting commenting on this, and then also saying that we're not too far away from having an answer on it? Yeah, that's, which then indicates that there is there's a, been conversations you know, that have been had, right? Yeah, which isn't isn't a surprise, I suppose. But when it gets put in words like that, and it's sort of out there it changes kind of the view of it. You know, it's one thing when we sit here and discuss, oh, man, is Nebraska heading towards a coaching change? It's another thing when someone that's involved in the 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 decision over there is outwardly saying that they are having to make a decision and that they're going to let everyone know in due time. Yeah. So that it, it, right. changes, it certainly changes the nature of the conversation from I am, it's are they really considering this to – they're absolute. Not only are they considering it, they're actively talking about it, actively discussing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you're right. I hadn't really thought about it that that way. Well, because I, I assumed, you sort of, it's hard to not talk about the fact they're three and six in the fourth year where they haven't. You know, right. I just assumed that those discussions were right. happening. I agree, and that Carter would be involved in them. But I, not everyone. I think our view into what happens over there is probably very different than people who sort of pop in and out of sports. Yeah. a little bit. And so I don't think either of us were caught off guard by the fact that Ted Carter would be involved no, I, or that these discussions would be happening. The fact that he he's publicly made, stated it to Tom Chattel is different. A little bit different. Yeah. He 
he he's made it pretty known since he got here. Like he wants to be, yeah, involved yep. in that type of stuff. And he's a sports he's a sports mm-hmm. guy. Has a sports background. Um, and you know, so I guess I just and, and it was the same thing with Bounds, if if not even more. So Bounds was even more physically present. Yeah. At like Nebraska football practice, Bounds would have recruits over to yeah, talk yeah. about like they would have breakfast at Hank Bounds' house on the official visit, yeah. and he would talk about the future of the uh, of the the university. You do get into a situation, you can get into a situation where um, that's just a lot of people. <laughs> that's, that's a lot. That's of always with my that. complaint with right. it is that, and this is nothing. I like Ted Carter. I met Ted Carter, and I, I think that he's great for the university. I don't want to like disparage any of that. It's just to me that you sat down and you basically retired Bill Moose in June for whatever reason. You retired him. You went to go hire an athletic director. You arrived on Trev Alberts being that guy. You had to have had conversations at that time of, okay, like if this may not work this upcoming fall. Do we think, like, are we comfortable with whoever we hire here? It's his decision. I would think yes. I would hope so. And, and so what we don't know entirely is, is it Trev's decision with the, the backing no matter what behind the people? Or is there an actual, like, I think that it's a three-way vote? Like, we don't we don't really know what happens there. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would assume that Trev Alberts doesn't take this job without autonomy to be able to make changes at CC. Yeah. Well, they and also, I still feel that way. It, it's they He mentioned this, Trev did, on his, um, on his radio show a couple weeks ago, last week. He, um... And it's funny how the tenor obviously has changed in in a week since there has been a football game on Saturday. But he said, um, you know, they gave him that they gave him the title of the vice chancellor as well, so he has like duties on campus as well. So they've they've obviously like empowered him to, you know, I don't know if it's decision making, but response they've put responsibility on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think they. I don't think it's the lack of like, well, he's new and we don't trust that guy because that's why they hired him yeah. in the first place and they gave him extra responsibilities campus wide anyway. So it's not just like it's a universal role. So my sense on the dynamic between the three, if we're talking about Trev, Ronnie, and Ted Carter, is that like I just explained, like it's it's spearheaded by Trev. The idea is brought up by Trev. And then ultimately approved by the other two parties, mm-hmm. and there has to be some level of consensus with it before anything happens. And I think that's okay. I don't think that's all that unhealthy. But like you just ex- like you just explained, it can get tricky when you have different people speaking yep. on the same situation, unprompted. You know, yeah. That Nebraska's le- been down that road before, and it's led to some very uncomfortable situations. Yeah. So, um, and I don't, I, again, I don't know that this is that, but he basically did say that in short time, we're going to be informed one way or the other, that this isn't, you know, there's a, there's a chance that a I mean, short time, the season ends in three weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to know one way or the other in what three it, weeks. What it basically tells me is that if Scott Frost is going to be retained, we're going to learn that information before the end of the season. Hmm. I don't, I don't think know that I would read that much into that. That's how I read it. Hmm. Almost as if to say the results, because this is how Alberts has said it in the past, individual results aren't going to affect a decision. So if you're going to retain him, it's not going to come down to the, whether he wins or loses the Iowa. I agree. 
I agree. So that's why I think that they would do that. I don't think I, – I, I agree with that point. I don't think that really anything that – any one thing that happens over the next three games right. is going to, quote-unquote, save his job. And there's people talking about it as if it's like you need to get to five, you need to get to six. Or I, don't think, I, I don't think that exists either. I still think that there's a possibility that he they lose the next three games and assuming that they're not outscored 180 to yeah. six – that he could be back next but year. But also, I don't think all the data points are in. I, I think, <laughs> so at the same time, while it not You're not being, ready to call the state? Yeah, while it not being about the Is three Is this Maricopa County? Individually, nice. Um, I do think you want to see some level of something over the next three games, whatever to whatever degree that might be. Um, but I agree with the general point that it com- doesn't come down to the three. I... I'm just I, imagining you in front of one of those <laughs> magical whiteboards that you can just draw. Not I'm Chuck Todd. Not a whiteboard, but yeah. I can't think of the guy from CNN. It's not Anderson Cooper, but it's the John guy. I can't think of his last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a big deal about yeah, it. He's always, he's always talking about Maricopa County and standing up there and doing the math and, yeah. and like pulling stuff up from 2016. And Somebody will have that momentarily. I'm just imagining you. Not all the data points are in. <laughs> Happers meme guy says, stop the count. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah he if you, you stop the count right now what would it be uh, that's what i'm saying like i i think there's you stopped it right now i think he stays with the like i i think there's some amount of information that we could still get over the last three games even though the results of them don't particularly matter does that make sense yeah no i'm i'm with you I think it's going to be more of the attitude reflected by the fan base and the, the players on the team than the John actual King. results. John King. Steve how, Kornacki. How did I forget? Yeah, people really like Steve Kornacki. Yes. That was like a sort of obnoxiously so. Everybody was um, Kornacki yeah. a year ago tonight or last night or <laughs> yeah, whatever basically. it was. Yeah. It would have been right around this time. Yeah, it was right, yeah. right around now. So, yeah, we've just weaved Nebraska's situation in with the 2020 election. This is why people listen to our radio show. That's interesting, Schaefer. I, I didn't. I, I. That's not how I read Carter's comments. And I could be completely off. Like, it, you know, sometimes like how I interpret something could not be further from what it is meant or what happened. So, you know, I'm not telling anyone to just blindly go with how I see it. I guess I would be a little disappointed if there was a if there was a resolution to this before the season ended. Like, I. I, I oh, I meant like if. If they come out on the week of the Iowa game and it's like Scott Frost is going to be back. back for the 2022 season, I don't think they'd come out and say he's going to be gone before the Iowa game. Right. So so it, so it leads you to believe that he's he's coming back. Well, if there's a if there's an announcement before the last result, it makes me think that he's staying. If there's not, yeah. if you go to the Iowa game and there's nothing talked about 2022. And Nebraska loses that game. Like, let's just pick a score. Pick a score. 24 to 21. Okay. They lose that game 24 to 21, and it caps off a five straight losses to finish the six straight losses to finish the season. Yeah. And there hasn't been a word about him coming back for 2022. Where are you thinking yeah, that? He's probably you gone. think he's going to be, you think you're going to spend your Saturday at the stadium, is what I'm guessing. Yeah, you're probably right. So, um, 
that's I mean that's how I'm interpreting. So it either happens before the season ends and they say he's back, or it all goes down afterwards, like we're used to. Yeah, I, yeah. And look, I mean, what was it, 2013? If you're gonna fire me, fire me. And then you get the email that he's coming back right. on the Saturday or yeah. whatever. Uh, I, I remember 2014. 14, I wasn't around the team a whole lot, but I remember that being somewhat of a surprise the the next morning. I was returning a Christmas tree or the, to uh, that Home was a, Depot. So they they played Iowa. Out. They played Iowa on Friday. I think everybody we found out on Sunday. Sunday, yep, that he was gone. Yep, with limited, you know, I, let, you were closer to the team than I was at the time, but with limited, like, yeah. this is happening. Right no, now. there was no. Um, the the feeling was it was going to happen, but then Saturday passed and nothing was announced, yeah. and it's like okay, this is weird. And then they had the Sunday morning meeting between Bo and and Icorse, and then the email went out basically as soon as that meeting ended. Uh-huh. And there was a lot of, I think, I, if I remember, same the, thing happened with Riley too. Cause, the I the mean, chain of events. Everyone knew that it was going to happen, but it didn't happen on Saturday. It happened on Sunday. If I want to, if I if I'm getting that right, I don't remember. I thought it happened Saturday afternoon or something because i remember spending my saturday standing over watching bob diaco and mike cavanaugh and people basically just over there the epic boxing stuff up picture yeah yeah i mean classic it was a weird day it, it, never an enjoyable experience no 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 well at all. we we are unfortunately relatively familiar with it around here more than i would have guessed when i first started doing this for sure yeah so um but yeah, it can go a number of ways. I just sort of doubt that as clear and I, concise whatever, as Trev Alberts has been with most things, if Scott Frost is coming back, I'd be shocked if we're not told that before the Iowa Mentally, game. I've just I've just been under the impression that nothing's going to happen until the three games are wrapped up. And that means nothing. No, no sort of announcement on whether he's going to... But may, maybe you're right. That's a pretty good case as to like why they would say... Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah. Just don't, you don't want to leave because well, if he is, the, they the very, that floundering. You don't want to have him floundering into the Iowa game. And then the other thing, and this is this actually matters. That Sunday night after it all goes down, coaches go out on the road. You're right into recruiting. That's then right. all of a sudden, like you can't have any sort of no. There's no question after you that. need to have a definitive answer if you're just in the transfer portal and everything else, like. That's why I think if he stays, you're going to find out before the Iowa game. Yeah, that's just wouldn't my. That be, wouldn't wouldn't the recruiting part of it be an argument for if he doesn't stay, then they they can make a move before that, so they can get coaches get new coaches in place and have them hit the road um, immediately. Well, that that would be ideal, but the the problem with that is like I'm guessing you're trying to hire a sitting coach. That's hard to do before the end of you know. So you, yeah, you're kind of screwed for the December recruiting yeah. period either way. Basically, if you're making a change, honestly, if you're making a change, you're punting on this class anyways. Yeah, because of how the the dynamics of everything works. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean that's it's kind of the to in my mind that's sort of how things are likely to play out. It is November fourth folks and there's a lot left we like, have a we have a game this saturday yep. we have a bye week we have two more after that yeah so be prepared lock in buckle in. check your inbox let's uh take a quick break dave biddle of bucknuts.com the ohio state 24 7 sports site he'll join us next to talk buckeyes 
on Happer Schaefer. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter at Connor Happer at Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer.